welcome, welcome, welcome to the KDFL Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm Brett Steele, and as always, I'm joined by Jonathan Detroit Haynes. What's going on, man? Yo, yo, yo. What up, fellas? Right, all right. Also joining us, Anne's going to give us the rundown on this very special show, Mr. Phil Ruxy. Phil, take it away, man. Hey, guys. What's up? Yeah, um, we're going to go do a little draft review. Yeah, review of our fantasy football draft, kind of go over how that went. Uh, we're going to talk about what stood out to us, uh, anything that was out of the ordinary or anything we want to talk about. And then we're going to talk about who had the best draft, who had the worst draft. We're going to talk about who we think was the biggest steal of the draft. And then if we can find any biggest reaches, we'll, we may go over that. We'll see. Um, and then we're going to go over our preseason power rankings. Um, all right, Brad, back to you. All right, all right. So, yeah, as Phil said, we did have our draft uh, this weekend. It was over over Zoom um, with, with a couple groupings up in there. But uh, overall, I think it went pretty well for a virtual draft. Um, what stood out to me real quick, I'll, I'll start off. The quality of the draft was way better than it has been in years past, in my opinion. Um, we, we even tried to do a, a Biggest Reach segment and had a hard time with, with coming up with those. So, um you know, that may or may not be a thing in this podcast, but uh, I thought the quality of the draft was way better. Uh, it seemed like more people had a plan, more people came prepared, which uh, stinks for someone like myself that's always prepared, usually my edge. So, um, I don't know. What did you guys think? Um, yeah, I think – I pretty much think the same thing. I, uh, I didn't really think anyone did a terrible job. I mean, there were some questions in there, but – it went really smooth. I was surprised how quick the draft went because our drafts usually take forever. So I thought it went really smooth and everyone had a pretty good draft. Yeah, I mean, I hate to beat a dead horse, but um, that was kind of my thoughts as well. Um, it went a lot smoother than I expected, especially with the Zoom call. Um, but overall, I think we're doing really well with Zoom. I think it's worked out pretty well. Um, I feel like everybody had a pick ready, um, especially LJ. He was ready before he was even up, it seemed like. LJ looks uh, so smooth yeah. during the draft. He's all laid back. <laughs> I mean, as soon as his name was called, he had a pick. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I think it went pretty smooth overall. Not as many draft day trades as I thought there would be. There was, what, there was two or three probably? Yeah, uh, you would think there, yeah were, there, was, there was a couple. You would think there would be more where people could right. message each other instead of right. in person. You don't want to talk out loud to right. so exactly. people can hear you. Yeah. That's, that was my takeaway. I thought everybody would have discords open. But when you're in the draft, the only thing yeah. you can think to do really is, I'll give you these picks for this pick, trade back. It's very rare that you throw a player in there in that moment. That's, what, that's right. how me and Mike made a trade during the draft. He was like, hey, I'll give you pick 17 and 30 for yeah, me and 12. Reed the same. Yeah, me and Reed so, the same. There's just not a lot of time to do anything else. I mean, all you can really nah. do is look at the draft picks. Overall, a, a very big success now. Let's talk about the uh, three most successful drafts in our opinion. Now, we obviously couldn't repeat uh, our picks, so these are going to be three different individual teams for best and worst. So, uh, Detroit, go ahead and give us uh, who you think had the best draft. Uh, to me, it was pretty easy. I thought Eric had the best draft, and that's with saying taking Swift at number two. I thought that was a mistake, but I know he was doing the homer pick. You want to make sure you got him. But he ended up getting Jonathan Taylor at four, which that was the running back I would have took second off the board. So he ended up getting the two guys he really wanted. Then he traded back into the first round and got Tua, so he got a quarterback, which he desperately needs. 
And uh, I really love his pick of uh, T. Higgins down at 23. I mean, those are four really solid picks right there. So that's why I went with Eric with the best draft. Yeah, I mean, I think I think Eric Eric did a did a pretty uh, pretty good job. He did go running back, running back. Um, can't can't uh, get away from the homer picks of the Lions, uh, but uh, this time, I mean, DeAndre Swift went about. Yeah, we're just talking about the draft. Just talking yeah. about his draft, not his actual. Team. Oh yeah, with the, the, the still yeah. We'll get into that. We'll get into that a little later. Right, DeAndre Swift still went about where he was. Uh, yeah, yeah, I believe so. Um, all right, Phil, what do you think? Who's your award go to? All right. Well, um, this team, like after looking at the draft, I don't even know what they were thinking, what their their game plan was. I mean, they took Dobbins at five, Jefferson Justin Jefferson at twelve. Oh wait, never mind. This is this is best draft. Oh shoot, uh, I saw Mike. I'd put Mike, and I was thinking worst draft. Okay, no, I, actually, <laughs> I actually forgot. I like this draft. It's uh, so he took Dobbins at five, which I think is a good pick. Uh, Justin Jefferson, I think that's a pretty good pick down at 12. Um, he also took Xavier McKinney at 44, who I contemplated taking um, with my pick right before that. Um, but instead, I took Antoine Winfield Jr. Um, and they got Josh Uche, I think it is, linebacker for the Pats. I don't know how you say his last name. Um, but, yeah, overall, I like this draft, uh, except for the part I was confused about at the beginning. Anyways, <laughs> I'm going to go with the – No, you just Mike. wanted to take a shot at Mike. We know. No, that's not what it was. Uh, at certain times, certain uh, players just fit uh, right where they're drafted, and I think J.K. Dobbins is a prime example of that. Um, landing in landing in Baltimore, um, uh, where he should be, where he should be uh, pretty well utilized. So we'll see. But I thought Mike did have a good draft as well. With my best draft, I went with one of my trade partners in the draft, Mr. Keith Reed and the Dogtown Dobermans. Um, we lock up the best uh, quarterback prospect in the draft at three in Joe Burrow. Deshaun Vaughn, uh, running back uh, with Tampa Bay at 16. And then he traded with me. I took pick 14, and he grabbed uh, pick 22 and 33. Michael Pittman with the should see some uh, good playing time in Indianapolis. And Joshua Kelly, uh, running back with the Chargers at 33. Um, again, uh, so you're mainly when you're doing these dynasty drafts, you're trying to draft for opportunity. And I think that that's exactly what uh, Joshua Kelly could end up working in because Eckler's strong there, but um, but only mainly in the passing game. And um, I'm not sure about Justin Jackson as well. So Joshua Kelly should get some pretty I, what? Well, you also didn't mention that he got uh, Jalen Rieger at 20. I think that's a steal. Yeah. I love, really like him in well, this situation maybe, I mean, at Philly. Next time when I finish, you know, if I get all the way through it. <laughs> No, you skipped over him and I was doing the trade. a couple of his drafts. I was doing like the that. trade. See, no, now you talk like that because keep talking like that no. because we can hear you better. Stay, yeah. lean, in, lean into the computer. That's when you got louder. I've never, yeah, been told lean to be louder. I've never been told to be louder, but here we are. Right there. That's good right there. Yeah. Uh, Jalen Rager at 20, uh, a little bit of a homer pick there as well. But when we're talking about opportunity and field time, he should have that, he should have that locked up. So, uh, we go uh, tight end with the Saints at 41 and then uh, linebacker at 53 to kind of round out the draft. So I'm looking at seven picks in the draft, and I think he knocked most of them out of the park. So um, I had to go with uh, Mr. Reed and the Dogtown Dobermans as the best draft. Not bad. I don't have a problem with that. All right. So let's flip it up to um, fun part. The worst draft. 
Um, Detroit, go ahead and uh, take us away here. Well, this one was kind of hard to do because I don't really think anybody like bombed on the draft, but uh, I have to go with Buston and the Hurricane Wumpus Cats. Um, he only had one pick in the top 38, and he decided to go with Justin Herbert. I know quarterbacks are valuable in this league. I'm just not a believer in him. Uh, so then he had to wait, get down to get a running back at 38. He needed running backs pretty bad. Um, if I was him at eight or at 10, I would have took Zach Moss. I'm really big on Moss, which I took with the next pick. So that's basically I had to. If I had to pick one team, I would go with him. What was that? What are you doing this? Yeah, what's that for? Um, and yeah, I thought he had a great draft. You got a problem with him? I think he had a good draft. Jalen Hurts is well, going to be. I mean, I know we're 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 trying to, you know, trying to find you know weak spots when everybody drafted pretty well. But uh, Jalen Hurts in Philly was a good fit for him, and I think he'll get utilized. And Carson Wentz is hurt all the time, so. Hey, I like his pick, but thanks for taking my material for later in the show. Anyways. <laughs> Phil, uh, Phil, what do you have? All right. I mean, I got to go with this team simply because I'm just pissed off that he took every damn linebacker. Uh, I'm going to go with Matt and the Methadones. I mean, he took the top three freaking linebackers off the board. And I also had a, th- had a chance, thought I had a chance to take in Chase Young, but of course he took him as well. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. He needed linebackers. So it was actually a good draft for him. But I mean, really, top three linebackers? Did he really need to do that? Uh, anyway. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm kind of with you on that. I know I'm going to catch a lot of heat from Matt because Matt is angry, and he, if you say anything negative about Matt, he's going to go off on you. But no, no, I'm yeah, I'm catching a lot. This, so <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I, I wasn't. I don't have a problem with the Isaiah Simmons pick. You know, I think he'll be a stud. But then he just went linebacker crazy. I think, yes, he has a good running back stable, but it doesn't hurt to always load up on running backs. I would have tried to take a shot at a running back there in the second round. But Matt just fell in love with linebackers. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I, I agree. I agree with what you're saying there. Um, we were actually going to do a um, biggest reach, and each one of us was going to take a linebacker that he took, but we decided okay. against that. So um, for, for my worst draft, I mean, I have to pick somebody that wasn't already picked, so I'm going to go with Nick. Um, there's a very specific reason, though, why. Okay, so he gets C.D. Lamb in the, with the first round. Solid, solid pick, right? All right, and then he gets uh, Brandon Ayuk in the, with pick 19, wide receiver 49ers. Now, the issue with, with both of those picks, um, and the same with pick 32 with Evans out of Tennessee, with the two wide receivers, they're both in very crowded offenses it doesn't guarantee that they're going to be a, a prime target. Those, they're going to be battling for, for um, field time. And in the case of Ayuk, this is even before he – this is even before considering his injury. So, we don't – I mean, I'm not taking that into account with the drafting of the guy because that's not fair. But um, still very, very crowded, very crowded teams that, that he's going to try to carve out playing time with with his players. Evans, running back, uh, Titans, that seems like a, a spot where the running back position is pretty well sealed up. We'll see what happens long term with there, but again, I have to pick somebody. So, I mean, Nick, Nick. I mean, this could turn out to be a, a very solid draft, but if I had to pick somebody with those first two off the board, I might have to go with Nick here as the as the worst draft remaining. 
just for the opportunity costs and how crowded some of these situations that his players are yeah, in. I get that. I'm not, I don't really know what his wide receiving situation is, but I, I understand. Okay, it's Thielen, it's DJ Moore. I mean, it's, 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 it's okay. But, um, I mean, yeah. in, in a couple of years, this draft could be a legendary draft. If, if yeah, they wide, rec- wide receivers take a little while to – they do. That's one of the first things I learned in this in this league is you got to give your wide receivers two or three years before you give up on them. So Yeah, Corey Davis, come through finally. And me and you were both on the Corey Davis train. Um, not to that be. A, that was a long <laughs> ride, but it did not. Not <laughs> to be, not to be. Okay, so we're looking at this now. Okay, we're not doing that. Okay, so moving on. Oh, real quick, do you want to hit on the divisions, Detroit? Oh, talk about the divisions? Yeah, so this year we did a division yeah. realignment. So, And one side seems to be way more angry about them than the other with how it worked out. Not angry. I mean, it's fair the way that it was done. I just fair think how it was done, but are the results fair? I think the division that the defending champ is, the commish, I know it's, just, it's funny how it worked out that way. I think you're, got, you're in that division. I really think that division's – Pretty light, and well, two of the podcast people were in that division. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, I think the other division is more strong from top to bottom, personally. But it's, true. it's not it's that. True. True. I, I would it's, think Division One is tougher, but it's not that big of a deal. Well, in this league, the divisions, conferences, whatever you want to call them, only affect the bye week. They don't affect the playoff seating outside of one and two. And they don't affect your schedule. You don't play your divi- your conference it, more. Do we still do the top three in each division? Is that how we're no. doing it? No, it's top division winners and then the next four, the four records. Two no matter what the two division, yeah, the two conference winners. Division so last winners. year was different then, right? No, no last year was how last year. Yeah. Because how did Brett get in at six and seven? Bro, I had like a time Three of us at six and seven. <laughs> Jerk. This hate, this slander is unnecessary. Well, we're going to talk about that. All right, we'll talk going. about. All right. We'll talk about. <laughs> Let's go. Let's, Let's go. Yeah. Let's All go. Right, you don't. You, you don't remember the top rate controversy last year? Uh, yeah. I know I was too busy at the top of the standing, so I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was too. Yeah. You were too important for that. Yeah. All right. So let's bring it up. We'll start the power rankings now. How we did this? Um, we each privately ranked. Um, we didn't do biggest steal, but that's okay. Oh, biggest still. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Good call. Good call. Man. Uh, I got to do the hosting, dude. Yeah. Troy, what's your biggest still? Go ahead. Biggest still in the draft. My bad. (laughs) Well, for the biggest still, I didn't want to do anything like if somebody picked in the first round because, you know, it's just too easy to do it that way. So I went with uh, our commissioner, your evil rival, uh, down at pick 51. Mm -hmm. You got Van Jefferson, the wide receiver with the Rams. (laughs) <laughs> I really like that pick, and I think Eric even touched on it in the draft. I just forgot about him a lot, I guess, like everybody else did. Most of the rankings I saw, he was like 25 to 30. So to get him down to pick 51, I think is pretty much a steal. Whether or not he turns out, we don't know. But yeah. looking at it on paper, I think that was a pretty big steal. Right. So I'll give you one, Clark, this time, but no <laughs> more. Bill, Bill what do you have, buddy? <laughs> Um, I went with uh, Jalen Hurts, um, kind of as you were talking about earlier, you know, Wentz has a history of getting hurt, um, so Hurts may have a chance to step in if that happens again. Um, I actually wish I would have taken him um, earlier, pick 43, 
Um, but outside of that, though, Wentz getting hurt, I'm not really sure if he has a whole lot of value, at least in the first few years. Um, but I still like that pick down at 45, though. I, I think we both got sniped on the Jalen Hurts pick from Boston. Um, if he had went anywhere else, if he had went to more traditional offenses, I wouldn't have, you know, wanted to look at him. But uh, Peterson's going to have packages for him, I would assume. Um, and then he'll probably get the chance. Wentz, I don't, I don't have that much faith in him, but uh, he'll probably get the chance to show what he can do. And that's all you're wanting with quarterbacks, at least to me. I don't want to give you the secret sauce, but all I want is the chance to have the chance, the opportunity. Opportunity is what matters. And, and he should eventually get, get to show what he can do. Whether or not it turns out, we don't know. But I like that pick, Phil. Um, I, I went with LJ at uh, 31, Brian Edwards. Um, Raiders, I think that wide receiving core is wide open right now. Um, and I think they're, they have a good setup with their offense. They have a good O-line, so we should get to see Carr. Only they had a quarterback. They should get to see uh, – Carr should have some time to, to maneuver through things and, and let somebody shine through. I also like that um, LJ also went with Ruggs, so that kind of influenced this because he's determined to get whatever rookie running wide receiver comes out. Uh, of of that uh, wide receiver depth chart in uh, Las Vegas, so um, I re- I've heard great things with Edwards from uh, from camp. So I- I'm going with uh, Brian Edwards, LJ uh, 31. This is to make up for me saying that he uh, had a terrible draft, um, reaching for Terry McLaurin last year. There you go. This is my apology tour. Now, because Detroit got me so fired up before I missed the freaking biggest deal so we can get into the power rankings so here's what we did we each by ourselves without uh, talking to the others ranked every team one through 12 um then we shared them with each other and came with a consensus ranking um so if there's an outlier on the on the rankings we will uh, have that person talk about why they have the team so low or so high um and so we put all those together and it spit out the the consensus ranking same thing we did last year so at number 12 and our KDFL consensus first power rankings, we have the Dogtown Dobermans. So I'm going to toss this grenade to Detroit, and you can tell us uh, what the thinking was there with ranking Keith Reed's Dogtown Dobermans last. Well, I, he's, his team was so bad last year. He has a lot. He's, a, he's in full rebuild, and he knows it, so that's why he – uh, acquired a lot of draft picks, and he had a really solid draft. I mean, easily top two draft. So, but when he's running out there with James Conner, Miles Sanders at your running back, that's a little light for me. Uh, he's got Ben Roethlisberger as his quarterback and Josh Allen. I'm a big fan of Josh Allen. I do love that he got uh, Burrow in the draft, but uh, he's just missing a lot of playmakers right now, and I think it'll be another year or so before he's, you know, contending for playoffs. Yeah, I, mean, I, I we obviously all agree on this. We all had, I do believe we did, right? We all had, oh, Phil had him at 11. I uh, mean, Detroit had him at 12. Um, so, now, number number 11, we have coming in with the Roxland Renegades, and I'll, I'll take this one. Um, we all three had them ranked at 10. Um, it's really the same old story. It's the Lions exposure, way too much of it. Um, right there, I think, buddy. I think I think Stafford will have a great year, by the way. I really do. Uh, I think Stafford will have a great year. I think Galladay will have a great year. Uh, Amendola in there. 
I mean, obviously, I don't know that he's going to go with him every, every week. Um, I mean, we got a lot of questions at wide receiver out, outside of Galladay. So, um, yeah, Kenyon Drake, Kenyon Drake uh, should have a good year, but I don't trust him. Um, he, he had a good year when he got to Arizona, but we'll see if he can keep that going. Who knows what they're doing with David Montgomery in Chicago. Um, I would like to see him used more um, in, in better roles. So, so we'll see. But I thought Eric just, just very light in, in a few key positions. Hopefully Jonathan Taylor fans out for him. But, yeah, we have uh, Eric yeah. at 11. Yeah, I, I agree with you there. I just – I love my Lions, but – you just – you can't – I don't care what fan of team you are. You just can't run out there with five starters for one team. It's impossible. Like, right now he's only got four in there, but that's because he doesn't have uh, Swift in there yet. But right. what are you going to do when the Lions have a bad week? Which I don't know that Amendola is going to stay in there. But no, that's true. But still – It's still four. Stafford can only throw the ball so many times. Yeah. You're just splitting points. Yeah. So, I, I've never seen a team win a championship in fantasy football where you have – more than like three starters on one team, so um, and we all I just we don't think it's a good strategy. Yeah, we, okay, yeah, okay. So we all had him ranked at ten, but he falls to eleven because of how the math worked out. Um, but at number ten, we have the Hurricane Wampus Cats, formerly the Putnam Mountain Mamas. We had a name change in the league. Now, Mr. Rexy, uh, me and Detroit. Detroit had him at nine. I had him at eight. You come in at twelve. Always Wait my yourself. Go ahead. I'm going to step out on this one. I don't want to talk about it. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I mean, he may surprise me. I mean, he does have a really good quarterback in Kyler Murray, um, fantasy-wise anyways. Um, I think he's going to have another good season. Um, he has a decent RB1 in Le'Veon Bell, but I think overall the running back situation may be an issue. I think it may be kind of a running back by committee. Um, he doesn't really have a solid RB2. Um his QB2, I think, may be the same kind of issue. Um, who knows what Herbert's going to do in year one? Um, does Haskins take a step forward? Um, other than that, he has Fitzpatrick, who's, you know, he's okay if, if he plays that much. I don't know. Who knows? We'll see this season. Um, I think linebacker is kind of a weakness as well. He probably could have used a couple of Matt's picks in the drafts. Um, but, I mean, overall, I think he's more. I mean, I think he absolutely has a chance to have the best – to lead the league in wide receiver points. Oh, yeah. Yes. I mean, I agree with that. I mean, I, yes, he has a good, Adams, really good Brown, wide receiver. Adams, Brown, Boyd. I don't know about Boyd. Eh, I, I might back off that a little bit. He can be top three in wide receiver points. But I, mean, I, I think Bell that. is going to have a better year than he had last year, personally. I don't know. I don't think – I think he's going to have about the same as last year. Uh, very, very uh, end zone deprived. So we'll see. But uh, okay. So that has the Hurricane Wampus Cats in at number 10. Now, number nine. This is going to be fun. We have the Marmette Midnight Riders. Me and Phil have the Marmette Riders. I have them at nine. Phil had them at eight. Detroit, number 11 for the Councilman's team. <laughs> Go ahead and walk us through what got you there. Well, I wanted to do a different camera angle first, so let's touch on that part. <laughs> I think this is a better look for me. But, uh, yeah, Mike's team, I just – his running backs are very – not that great. I don't think – Eckler's all right. Howard, <sighs> Baker Mayfield, we're still – I mean, we're, 
the jury's still out on him. Teddy Bridgewater run the show in Carolina. Uh, I don't mind his linebackers all that much, but I just don't see a lot of playmakers besides Tyreek Hill, and I'll just leave it at that. I won't say anything else. But uh, I just don't see a ton of playmakers on this team. That's why I had him rank so low. I think he's going to – the year Baker has is going to be – Baker and Donald as well. I mean, he made that bet a few drafts ago. It's about time for it to start paying off if it's gonna. So, I mean, we need both. He's gonna need both of them to step up this year for sure. Um, I love this view, by the way. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Phil, Phil will just sit in silence as we just talk about Mike's Midnight Riders. Yeah. <laughs> I accidentally put him higher. It was supposed to be at the bottom, but I messed that up. Anyways. Now, number eight, we have the uh, Polka Pharmacist. <laughs> Detroit put him at six. Phil put him at six. Ah, and unintentional. I did not mean to do this, but uh, well, I meant to put the ranking I have, but I didn't mean to be an outlier like this. I have them as the way all the way down at number eleven. Now, I mean, this is not intentional to keep uh, poking at poking at LJ here. But when I look at this team, last year I said they were old and injured. A quarterback, it's the same two quarterbacks, albeit they may be in better situations, but I don't think so because Cam has no weapons in New England. So, I mean, if he gets the rushing, maybe. Philip Lindsay, his role is diminished with Melvin Gordon. Cam Akers, we don't know how he's going to be used yet. I love Terry McLaurin. I really do. I've, you know, I've been uh, very remorseful about uh, talking about his draft with him. But when McLaurin got Haskins in the game, he was not good at all. Um, he really, he really kind of fell off there. We'll see what Mike Evans and Brady Brady does, um, but I think Godwin's Godwin's kind of going to kind of be the uh, the main benefactor of that relationship. So we'll see. But I just don't unless he does it defensively. Diggs is now in Buffalo with Josh Allen instead of the nice system he had in uh, Minnesota. I don't see a lot of uh, players on LJ's team that have gotten worse. To me, when I look at this lineup, most of them in worse situations than they were last year. So I thought it was pretty obvious. Maybe I'm wrong. Nothing to happen once or twice. You just don't like LJ. We know. I have no real problem. This is a fabricated rivalry that is now coming to existence <laughs> here. But, um, yeah, so that's why I poke at 11. I thought it was pretty sound, but uh, maybe it'll prove me wrong here. Now, in number seven, I believe this is our first playoff team from last year. Yeah, the uh, Kanawha County Kings. Um, let's see here. I have them at da, 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 da. oh, sorry. Uh, me and Detroit both have them at seven. Sorry about that. Uh, Phil has them at number nine. So Phil, why are you so down the Kings, man? Um, well, I mean, I think it's kind of a similar thing to the Wampus Cats. Um, I think overall, the defense um, maybe a the bad part of the team it may hold him back from the playoffs this year. I mean, outside of Vander Esch, um, not a lot of good players on the defense. It doesn't look like, um, I mean, it's not bad, but I mean, I don't think it's got a lot of great guys on there. Um, Ronnie Harrison may be his best player outside of Vander Esch. Um, he's just not projected to score a lot of points. Um, um, and outside of that, I mean, Tariq Cohen is his RB2. Tariq Cohen or Melvin Gordon, I guess they could switch back and forth. Um, 
I don't think Tariq Cohen's going to be that great this year. I think Melvin Gordon may have a little better year than he had last year if he actually plays any this year, uh, which he should. Uh, and, of course, he has Christian McCaffrey, though. I mean, that could keep him in anything, honestly. Um, but overall, I think the defense may be um, maybe holding back from the playoffs. Okay. Um, Detroit, you have anything on the Kings? Um, no, not really. I mean, he's got Christian McCaffrey, who's a stud. He made that trade for Melvin Gordon. I, I didn't like it at the time. I liked it. <laughs> I know you did. But, um, uh, yeah, he's he's a little bit weak on the linebackers, like Phil said. But, yeah, I think he's starting to go down with his team. Drew Brees is getting up there. I've never been a believer in Kirk Cousins. Oh, shoot. Yeah, I forgot to mention Cousins. Y'all still, y'all still can't possibly be on this after he's last gonna, year. Yeah, no, he's going to have a worse year than last year. He's yeah, be good. this yeah. can't be real. You think he's going to have a better year? You have an egg on your face from last year, and you're going to double down? <laughs> yeah, double down. Well, yeah, well, eventually we're going to be right. <laughs> um, when I look at the Kings, I mean, well, we'll go into this in a, in a future episode when we do playoff predictions and whatnot. But, uh, but the move of moving on from Bell was both the right move and the wrong move. Uh, for the timing, and we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that later, but that's that's kind of why I have them uh, where I did as well. Now, let's clear the stage. Number six, consensus rankings. Montrose Mega Powers. I had them at six. I had us at six. Bill at seven. <laughs> Detroit. What? Foolish, foolish man at eight. Go ahead. Go ahead. Take the floor. Brett, your team is not good. I mean, let's be honest here. They're not Brett. good. You went six and seven. You were lucky. You were just lucky to make the playoffs last year. First of all, Todd Gurley, the guy's walking around on one knee. Terrible. David Johnson can't stay healthy. Singletary's going to lose some snaps to Moss. Brandon Cooks, the guy, is, this is his fourth team. The guy has been traded three times already. Not a believer in him. The only thing that's got you okay is your quarterback situation. Your quarterbacks are good. Your linebackers, linebackers are terrible. Uh, your defense is just horrible. So I don't I, – for the life of me, can't imagine how you think your team's good. There's no chance you're making the playoffs. I put you at eighth. I thought that was might have been too high. Marvin Jones, he had a, like a career year last year. He's not going to do that again. So much has changed. I mean – I don't know who is good on your team besides Watson and Prescott. You done? Yeah, I'm done. My quarterbacks are not good. They are great. Nobody else has nearly the same situation in a two-quarterback league. I have two of the top five quarterbacks in the league, both mobile and both. Dak has a loaded offense now. Gurley's in a much better situation. Hey, hey. What? That's two positions out of 22 starters. That's the two most important positions, Herb. Now, we got our first herd of the year. Now. Oh. <laughs> now, Gurley. He's going to name call. You know he's lost the argument when he goes to name calling. No, no name calling. Um, Gurley, 15 to 25 touches guaranteed. Came out with Dirk Cutter today. He is fine. Singletary, yeah, he's not going to get the goal line carries as much, but he's still going to be very much involved. David Johnson oh, well. is now rejuvenated in Houston. And – Brandon Cooks is also rejuvenated in Houston. Marvin Jones had a career year. Hmm, nothing's changed. 
Calvin Ridley is only going to get better. He's most most people's top breakout candidate wide receiver. Most. Foolish. Quarterbacks are all that matters. And I know, I know that I am not catching wide receiver grief from somebody that went far last year with Edelman, Sterling Shepard, and Juju Smith Schuster. Stop. Terrible. Horrible. We're, we're talking about the complete roster. I pointed out every position. I, all right, I think I think we got I think we have a bet on our hands. I was gonna I was gonna do this before. Um, well, I'm tempted to do this. I'm tempted to bet. He's tempted, everybody. He's tempted. Uh, Let me remind you, he hasn't picked my team yet, so obviously he thinks my team's better. Possibly. Possibly. <laughs> oh, and you just gloss over Mark Andrews, tight end breakout last year. Okay, Mark Andrews had a good year. He did. Yeah. Also, Hooper's now in Cleveland, away from Atlanta. He'll get more targets as well. Brandon Cooks is rejuvenated. <laughs> yeah, he's rejuvenated on his fourth team. What does that matter? We'll see. We'll see. I'm going to the playoffs. I can tell you right now. I'm you going are not to the playoffs. Going to My team is better this year than it was last year. year. Not make it to the playoffs. My team is better this year than they are last year. David Johnson's in a much better situation for himself. He can't sure. stay healthy. That's the problem. He's hurt one year. One year. Okay. And defense, I can put together. Don't worry. Oh, okay. Well, we'll, we'll see. Don't you worry. Your team's right. garbage. Anyways, we'll Bill, see. you want to this? No, I agree with you. His team's, I think, worse than last year. So, I don't think he's going to make the playoffs. Yeah, I'm, I'm putting a nail in my own coffin probably. But you know. No, no, I can be unbiased. I can be objective. I mean, with how my season's going to go. Oh, yeah, your season's definitely going to go trash. But at number five in the power <laughs> rankings, we have the uh, Nightdale Dragons, Mr. Phil Rexy. <laughs> Mr. Phil Rexy. Um, uh, let's see, we all have them four um, in, our, in, our, in our rankings. So I'll go ahead and, and, and uh, walk through how he ended up at, at number five overall. Uh, made a lot of trades. Got a lot better, in my opinion. Um, Matt Ryan and Phillip Rivers, two dependable starters at quarterback. Um, Derrick Henry, obviously a great year. Aaron Jones, if he can stay on the field and and and, uh, and uh, keep that starting role, he'll have a good year. I love the first overall pick, Clyde Edwards. Um, I think that. I mean, a lot of people thinking he should have gone Burrow. I, I don't think you can trust up. I don't think you can uh, can um, pass up. I don't know why I said trust up. Pass up the opportunity to have an Andy Reid running back, a main running back with the yeah. main touches. So. Um, Chris Godwin should take another step forward with Brady. Um, maybe. Uh, we pump the brakes on that because Jameis slang that ball. Um, Robert Woods, Mr. Dependable. Um, Christian Kirk, I think, is also going to have a big come up here. So, I like your offense a lot. Um, and I think that, uh, yeah, you are definitely going to have a much better season than last year. I agree. I think Phil has probably improved the most out of anybody. Yeah. And uh, I definitely – can't see him not making the playoffs unless he gets killed with a bunch of injuries. Yeah. His running back stable is is nice. Yeah. I mean, he's got to be the top two running back stables. So, um, oh, I didn't know we did us us three in a row at uh, number four. Our consensus: the Elkview River Rats coming off yet another disappointing finish. Sad to see. <laughs> um, me and uh, Phil both had you at three. You had yourself at five. So, Mr. Pessimistic, go ahead and tell us why you're, you downgraded yourself, apparently. Well, I don't think Edelman's going to be as good this year. Um, no. Without Brady, 
you know, Brady just loved to dump the ball to him a lot. So I'm going to lose out on that. I traded Jones. I had my reasons behind that. But, um, so I'm, I'm depending on Chris Carson and Nick Chubb, and I'm hoping Moss turns out the player that I think he's going to be. Um, uh, you touched on it. My receivers are not my stronghold on my team. I love my quarterbacks, Lamar and Aaron Rodgers. Travis Kelsey, I mean, he's going to be their top points, top two or three tight ends. So I like my team from that standpoint, but I just think my team, I, I believe I had the best record in most points last year. I, I'm not exactly sure, but I think my team's going to uh, come back to earth this year. So I'm, I'm not confident, like I said, with running Edelman and Shepard out there. So. I, I mean, I, I think your team's uh... – Pretty solid, at least for one more year. I'm writing for the Chris Carson uh, bubble to pop. This has been a joke now. Like, come on. He's been solid for, for way longer than he should have been. Um, uh, just, just just my opinion on that. Hold on, now. Hold on. Let me make sure I'm in the right order here. Okay. Okay, yeah. We're right. We're right. Okay. Number three. This should be fun as well. Um, the Charleston Methadones coming at number three. Detroit had him at three. I had him at two. Phil, as if you haven't drawn enough angry hour from uh, Matt already, go ahead and talk us through why you have them all the way down at number five. Again, number three on our consensus, the Charleston Methodist. Go ahead, Phil. Are you sure I can't pass on this one? Yes, sir. <laughs> Don't be afraid of Matt. <laughs> um, I mean, honestly, he had such a great year in his first year in the league. He has to regress a little bit, right? I mean, am I wrong in that? I, feel, I really feel like he does. Don't reach out uh, for Oliver. <laughs> help me. Help Not me. your parachute. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I could be wrong, but I just think he's going to take a step back. I mean, um, he's got solid QB1, solid, a decent QB2. Um, his running backs are pretty good with Kamara and Jacobs. Um, not sure about Kareem Hunt again this year, though. Receivers, receivers may be his weakness on offense if he really has one. Um, I'm not – <laughs> sure about Landry and the Browns. Uh, A.J. Brown, you know, I mean, he's okay, I guess. Tyler Lockett, he seems to always be reliable, so that may be his best receiver. Um, he's obviously solid at linebacker um, after the draft. Um, <laughs> at least one of them have to hit, right? But actually, after that on defense, it's not terrible. But, I mean, he has some, some weaknesses, I think, on defense. Um, so I just think he's going to take a step back. Um, by one or two positions this year. Okay, so that is the opinion of the Charleston Methadones at number three in our consensus. Detroit had to tuck tail and run after the lambasting I gave him over his brutal criticism of my mega power. So me and me and uh, Phil are going to wrap this up here. At number two in our consensus rankings, we have the Cross Vegas Gamblers and Nick Hudson. Uh, you both had – you and the Detroit both had him at two. I'm the outlier with him down at five. Let me break this down for you. Carson Wentz and Daniel Jones are the QBs. Carson Wentz does not stay healthy. Daniel Jones is going to have to prove it this year. We'll see. We'll see if he can take a step forward. Leonard Fournette at running back. I don't trust it. He, he's too touchdown dependent, and he never seems happy with where he's at. Dalvin Cook is in the actual contract situation and always has a little injury bug underneath. Um, his wide receivers, Michael Thomas and Phelan, are very solid. That's why he's up here where he is. We'll see if DJ Moore can take a next step forward. Um, Hunter Henry, it's Hunter Henry. It is, it is what it is. 
Um, he's got some nice uh, uh, talent at wide receiver. We'll see if it can take the next step. I always thought Anthony Miller would be better than what he is. Curtis Samuel, same thing. So we'll see. There's a chance. But I had to rank somebody somewhere. So Nick at uh, five for me. I think um, I had a lot of praise for him last year. I think that will regress a little. Still a playoff team, still a contender. But, yeah, I had to knock him back some. So any thoughts on the Cross Vegas Gamblers? No, I mean, I think he's going to – I definitely think he's going to be higher than fifth. I mean – I feel like he's always a really solid team every year. Um, he just never gets over that hump, it seems like. But I think he's going to still be in it again this year. I had him at six and me at five, and I had to take a humble pill and knock me down a peg. So we know. Uh, <laughs> number one, this is annoying. This is boring. I mean, Loose yeah. fest of a team. Uh, Glasgow Gunslingers. I mean, what do you want to say? Mahomes. Jimmy G is the weak point. Uh-huh. Um, it's, you know, it's good. Um, Mixon, I think Mixon's going to have a strong year. We'll see if Barkley can uh, bounce back from injury prior. Zeke, he's got the three running backs, three of the, of the likely top ten in, in running backs. Very nice job. Julio Jones, Cooper Cup, Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper might take a back seat with all the options in Dallas. I don't know. They have literally no one else to throw to but Kittle in San Francisco. What do you think, Phil? I mean, kicker kicker might be an issue this year. Um, Robbie Gold's only projected 125. I think that's – what is that? He's ranked 17 overall in kickers. Yeah. That could cause a problem. He might yeah. have to have to hit the waiver wire a few times this season for kicker. So, yeah, Gunslingers are at one. Tired of talking about this team week in and week <laughs> out. Let's see if um, – Day White side can get uh, some some time, some minutes in Arizona. Watch him break out, and then we're all really screwed. So, um, with all the jokes. So, just to recap, as we wrap up today's show, here are your power rankings: number twelve, the Dogtown Dobermans; number eleven, the Roxland Renegades; number ten, the Hurricane Wampus Cats; number nine, the Marmette Midnight Riders; number eight, the Poker Pharmacists; number seven, the Kanawha County Kings; number six, hi, beloved. Montrose Mega Powers, number five, the Nightdale Dragons, number four, the Upview River Rats, number three, the Charleston Methadones, number two, the Cross Vegas Gamblers, and number one, the Commission's Glasgow Gunslingers. Phil, as we wrap up the show, do you have anything else for us? And where can they reach us? Yeah, I'll go ahead and uh, do what Brett, or Detroit does uh, and say Brett sucks. I've got to get that gonna, in for him. I was going to avoid it. Go ahead. Nope, i got to get it in for him. Um, as always, you can follow myself on Twitter at Phil Ruxy. You can follow Brett at Brett Still Two, and you can follow Detroit if you want to. You don't really have to at Detroit Eight Three Seven Four, and then you can follow the show at KDFL Podcast. Um, and as always, you can leave us a voice message on Anchor. Uh, we may play it on the show, or you can give us a call at nine zero one six zero nine KDFL. You can leave a message that way. Uh, we can also play that on the show. All right, and for Jonathan Detroit Haynes, and for Phil. Ruxy, I'm Brett Steele. We will see you next week where we do NFL predictions and our week one, um, our week one games, as well as the KDFL playoff predictions, along with naming who we think will be our champion. So thank you for listening to the KDFL Fantasy Football Podcast. We will see you next week. Mm-hmm.